On today's episode of the Loose Change Podcast, I explain why the Chiefs are going to destroy Dan's Bengals in the AFC Championship game and fly Eagles fly all the way to the Super Bowl. Hello, Loosers. Get it? Loose Change Podcast. If you guys give them their two cents on everything football, it's Dan, Tyler, and Kyle. It's me, Tyler, your Eagles fan, rooting on the Eagles. We got Dan, the Bengals fan, rooting on the Bengals. Who day? Who day? Kyle, who are you rooting for? The rest of the se- tell me it's the Eagles. Um, it's the Eagles. Yes, <laughs> fly the Eagles. Fly. Uh, I, I've been on the Eagles bandwagon like early on, as much as I like. You love them. You love Whole, me. Wholeheartedly and you love support the Ravens. Guys. Yeah. If you said We've the Bengals, I'd be asking if you're okay. Yeah, that's true. Well, I'm definitely not cheering for the Bengals. Eli Apple's so disrespectful. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Hope he gets fucking toasted. He will. It's Eli Apple. My like, Smith Juicer. <laughs> there's no question about it. Kadarius Tony is gonna throw a little spin on him. There, I, Nicole Hardman oh, could do man. it. Like anyone on the Chiefs can do He's it. He's talking his shit. Outside of MVS, anyone will. MVS is I, so bad, though. I'm good with opinion. the shit talking, but like, my my concern lies with like he he specifically went out and like targeted uh Demar in like the one tweet. It's like Cancun on three with a little like. I was like, oh come on, dude. That's a little out of taste. Yeah, it's like I mean, he it's says he didn't, but. Bullshit. That's bullshit. <laughs> That's bullshit. Um, it, but I also love shit talking, and of course, a quarterback like Eli Apple will shit talk, right? Like that's going to happen, and he has the uh, team to do it. I guess so, right? And yeah, yeah, the, I didn't yeah, get the Bengals are uh, talking a lot of shit, and it, it feels like they're like playing with a chip on their shoulder and looking for like any reason to become motivated. Oh yeah, kind of like how Jordan is, you know. He's like, I don't like your shoes. They're making me angry. I'm gonna drop thirty on you. All right, (laughs) dude. Um, posting. Uh, I saw someone post the gif in the group chat of him shaking, uh, Larry's hand, and just said, "You bitch, fuck you." (laughs) Like, why would you do that? He's just that kind of guy. Um, speaking of Jordan. Sirianni compared uh, Jalen Hurts to Michael Jordan. Doesn't that oh, make man. you your balls tingle a little bit? That's like, that's a big comparison to make young into MJ? any player's career. I think <laughs> like twenty four <laughs> years old. <laughs> this guy's. Yeah. And you're telling me he's gonna be like MJ? As this Eagles people, fan, like LeBron has had he? a successful twenty year career, and people don't. <laughs> Yo, LeBron Agreed. also was hyping up Hertz on the Twitter. You see that? Yeah. Hertz is the system, uh, baby. This guy uh, is rank. People are ranking him the fourth best quarterback left in the thing. They're ranking him the third best quarterback left in the playoffs. I can't believe it. The third best. Wow. You telling me that Joey Burrow is better than Jalen Hurts? Can we have that discussion right now, J- oh Daniel Castle? God. Yes. You Joe think Brown so? It's definitely better than Jalen Hurts. I bet you most people yeah. agree with you, and they're all wrong, and it's going to be proven in the Super Bowl. Actually, I love Jalen this week. But I think Burrow's ahead of him still. I- I'm taking Hurts over Burrow. 
I'm a little biased though, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Hertz has had like what one good season. Uh, how many Super Bowls do either of them have? Zero. How many will have? Who will have the Super Bowl first? It'll be Jalen. It'll be this year. It'll be the Eagles. Uh, can we start with? Matchup. Can we start with the uh, Eagles game before we get into the Bengals? I'm fiending to talk about the boys. And let's talk Eagles. All right, yeah, so they're sure, going up against go. the 49ers, Daniel. Minus two and a half. As a betting fiend, you tell me, are the Eagles going to cover two and a half? Yeah, if they're going to win, it should be by a field goal, I'd hope. Do you have I, a rooting interest in this with your money? I, honestly, I'm more inclined to be betting on the Bengals game this weekend just because <laughs> I think... Go all in. I think the 49ers have a chance to play spoiler, and it could just come down to like some bullshit one point game. So I'm hesitant to touch the spread. Maybe Eagles money line because I'm leaning towards the Eagles still. I think they 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 got enough to do. Like they they got enough to beat the 49ers, but I think the 49ers are going to give the Eagles their best test yet. Yeah, I think it's definitely going to be a good game. I don't expect any blowout. The Eagles destroyed the Giants last week, and going into this week... That was hilarious. Yeah, I'm definitely more nervous (laughs) about the opponent, because let's start with the 49ers defense versus the Eagles offense. Let's start on that side and we'll move over afterwards. Defensively, yards per game, points per game, San Fran first place. Offensively for the Eagles, third in yards per game, third in points per game. So juggernaut offense versus juggernaut defense. Who yeah. do you think is going to win the battle offensively for the Eagles, Kyle? Since you're on the Eagles side here, do you think they're going to take advantage of the cornerbacks, linebackers? Are they going to stop Nick Bosa in the pass rush? What will the offense do to move the ball? So. Yeah, so I think that we're going to see some different looks from the Eagles. Like, I think we're going to see keeping a tight end back to block a little bit more frequently or, like, um, having a running back that's going to chip Bosa and basically try to eliminate the defensive factor on that side of the ball as opposed to being, like, a big playmaker uh, in this game. So I I think that that's a, a huge part of that defense. I don't think that you can really go out and target the center of the field when you have a player like Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw roaming the middle. So the biggest weakness in this team, in my opinion, is going to be their secondary. And at that point, I think the Eagles do match up very well in the fact they have AJ Brown and Devonte Smith who can, you know, stretch the field and make plays all over the field. And they, they do have players like Goddard that still get factored in deep downfield mm-hmm. as well. So, okay. So you think they're just going to, take it to the passing game and I, I think they have a team that's built that way right like they take yep. oh you're good at r- stopping the run okay we'll just pass it all over you with AJ and Devonte. oh you can't stop the run we're gonna jam it down your throats with Miles Sanders and Boston Scott and, and uh, the other part is that they're gonna run a lot of read option and RPO at Nick Bosa to try to make him a non-factor in those plays because he's the read so it's like he steps in he's realistically very far away from an outside play or vice versa Mm, right so i think that you'll see a lot of that but how nick bosa plays that is going to determine how well the eagles offense does like if he bites down hard on a 
a read and gets caught, that's going to work out extremely well for the Eagles. If he catches that, he's going to blow plays up left, right, and center. Yeah, Nick, Bosa is uh, definitely a tough assignment for the Eagles O-line, but last week we were hyping up the Eagles O-line, and I think they're the type of O-line that uh, can handle Nick Bosa, and it's going to be a big game for the Eagles O-line, I think, and they... Lane Johnson needs very, to stay yeah. healthy. He was yes. he was hurting a little bit, but he's he, was, he up, played yeah. through that groin injury. He's already said he wow. has to get surgery after the season, and he's just going to play through it. And there's plenty of times after plays where he blocked someone, did his stuff, and then he'd limp a little bit, pull it at his groin. Like it's clearly uncomfortable for oh, the guy, man. but he's an absolute dog. But I need him to stay Good in the game because if yeah. they put in a backup tackle against Nick Bosa then I don't know how much a chip and RPO even matters, to be honest. Yeah, because this is like, this is Jalen's first NFC championship game, right? So Absolutely, right? yeah. Yeah, so it's I don't know how he's going to fare exactly. Um, it's going to be a big game for him. He made me a believer of him in the regular season. Uh, but this is like a different kind of pressure, right? People have been hyping him up all year. This is the big game. Um, but I think the Eagles O-line is the type of O-line that can give them the time to get comfortable at the beginning of the game, and they're going to have to because the 49ers are a type of defense that's going to bring the pressure on them. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's going to have to get comfortable and get comfortable quick and uh, live up to these expectations that everyone's putting on him. But that's why I'm okay with Sirianni making those Jordan comparisons because he's just trying <laughs> to, to put that – confidence in his quarterback right Absolutely. make him feel comfortable going into the biggest game of his career i know We've people actually been talking smack about that as if it was bad that he compared him to mj like how could you it's like he's hyping up his quarterback who cares doesn't matter if it's true yeah. <laughs> I, I i agree with that because like we've seen confidence work wonders for players like mm-hmm. look at Daniel Jones yeah. with the Bulls. Like everyone had written him off, and then he gets this new confidence. Look at Gino. Like these are players that we haven't seen have a role on their offense, and you know, or suck, and yeah. then they get someone that's like Daniel's our guy. We're we're comfortable with Daniel Jones as our QB, and he's gonna light up the league. And everyone's like, okay, and then it's... he just like <laughs> actually does well, right? And it's not like Jalen Hurts lacks confidence. I mean, what was it, game two or three of the season? Launches a six-year bomb and just so cool about it. You know what I mean? You need that swagger, though. Like, you got to have that swagger going into the Super Bowl, I think. Exactly. And he has He's definitely got it. And he's going... um, Just to end the conversation on the Eagles offense versus the San Francisco defense, we've been going through a lot of what-ifs. This is how the... 49ers defense stops the Eagles but at the end of the day I think the Eagles offense you can put any defense in today's NFL against the Eagles offense the Eagles offense are is just that good the quarterback is that good the offensive line is that good the weapons and the play calls are that good I don't think you can stop them offensively we've seen in the season when Hurts the only time Hurts started and the Eagles lost the only way they lost was having no time of possession they in the first half yeah, they're going seven against plays. run heavy teams. 
So let's transition to here for the 49ers and offense versus the Eagles defense. The Eagles have the 16th ranked rushing defense, but the first ranked pass defense in the NFL. Conversely, the 49ers have a really good run defense, no matter what, right? It says eighth, but I believe they're better than eighth. You know what I mean? What do you make, Kyle, of the McCaffrey, Debo injuries? Like, Debo's not practicing, McCaffrey's limited. Do you think that has any indication on their health going into the game? Or are they just hundred percent? I A hundred percent. I think it speaks volumes, because this is, like, the most important game of the year right now. Like, you can't be looking Super Bowl and skipping this game. Like, you're focused on winning this game. So the fact that it's Thursday night and they still haven't, uh, Debo hasn't practiced all week, correct? I'm pretty sure then, he has a DNP today. Yeah, and CMC was limited today, I think, right? That's correct. Okay. So it's like, CMC I'm not as worried about. He's got a lot of confidence, but, you know, high re-injury risk and things like that. And, like, Debo not practicing on Thursday night going into a Sunday game is, like, this is the most important game of probably your career at this point. You're on a contra- uh, contract year, or I guess he just signed an extension, so that's wrong. But, yeah, I don't know. He's just <laughs> – you got to get to the Super Bowl first, right? So you're, you're playing through whatever. Look at Mahomes. Yeah, and I think there it could be a situation where they're just sending out the practice and – We'll probably suit up for the games. Yeah, uh, this, I don't, this if, episode comes out Friday. I wouldn't be surprised if they both practice Friday. I'm not worried about it. Um, uh, sorry, I'm not worried about them him not suiting up. I'm worried about him suiting up and not being effective in the game. Like mm, we're talking an indication possible, he's not 100. Uh, yeah, not 100 possible re-injury risk. Like you know, he hasn't practiced all week. So if they're game planning for this tough Eagles pass defense how much of a factor can they count on Debo being and scheme him if he's not at practice? Yeah. And I think Debo has the chance to be a big X factor in this game too. If he is like healthy and they do incorporate him in the game plan, because he is like one of those dual threats. He, they like to hand him off the ball sometimes and get him a few yards on the ground. Um, And he is also that obvious threat in the air as well. Um, and I think he could be a big X factor for the 49ers if he does suit up. And if he doesn't, I think that's going to really hamper their offensive game plan. Oh, he's an X factor. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. But I think one of the other big things um, that are, that the 49ers have to focus on is uh, the run game. And no I think if, CMC suiting up, I think, is a is a given. He's going to play through any injury that, unless he can't. Uh, yeah. And I think it's going to be important because the Philadelphia Eagles gave up an average of four point six yards per carry on the year, mm. and uh, it's not good. Yeah, and with CMC as the running back, they're going against if. Uh, they can't slow him down. It's going to give Brock Purdy some time to uh, get comfortable and make the correct reads. And another just as big of a game as probably because Jalen, it's a big game for Jalen Hurts, but it's also a big game for Brock Purdy. And uh, I think uh, CMC having a good run game, a good game running the ball against the Eagles mm-hmm. will be important for uh, Purdy to get comfortable. 
as the resident Eagles fan, I will counter that despite our bad rushing stats and I have pointed them out, I will give us our saving grace that our first round pick absolute specimen and great at the run defense. Jordan Davis is back and healthy and look what we did to Saquon last week. So moving forward with Jordan Davis healthy, I feel like the Eagles have a team that's built to stop the run a bit better than they did all season right now. Moving forward, it's sorry. Go uh, ahead, Kyle. I was going to say like, so I look at the game last week, the 49ers versus the Cowboys and the Cowboys defense won Dallas that game. If Dak didn't throw two interceptions. Mm, So so I, I look at that game. uh, Brock Purdy did nothing special. He had like two fourteen through the air and no touchdowns. Some bad passes too some bad passes like it just it wasn't a great game for the 49ers offense like Dallas realistically did their job they just struggled offensively I totally agree with that the Eagles have a better defense than the Cowboys I think that they match up better than um the Cowboys do against the 49ers I think that like player to player it's a very even matchup but now you have Mr. Irrelevant fit in at quarterback and he's going to have to fit the ball in some tight windows against that pass defense. He's going to have to audible against certain things. So it's going to be a true test of like, not just can he get the ball there? Obviously that's a huge part, but like, can he read what this defense is throwing at him in Philadelphia? Right? Yeah, of course the link. Yeah. I think the the turnover battle is going to be huge in this game. And I feel like Brock Purdy's more inclined to turn the ball over than Jalen Hurts. I agree. Like, Hurts hardly turned the ball over all year. Yeah. And the Eagles were struggling with that down the line at the end of the season, but I felt like it was the same old Eagles as the first, like, 14, 15 games when I watched them last week. I think they're all the way back. Their confidence is back, and they're rolling. I don't see fumbles and interceptions coming out. I agree with you. Um on the Eagles side, it's AJ Brown's time to shine, baby. This is why we traded for him, right? This yep. is this is it. It's the NFC Championship. It's going to be a third down and long, and we're going to need a play. And you know what? That play has to go to AJ. You know what it's going to be? It's that little slant route. He's going to catch it, and he's going to die for that first down. And that's what's going to happen. We're going to win this NFC Championship game. Because I think A.J. Brown's a goddamn dog and he's built for this moment. I am so ready. And you're talking about swagger with Hurts. I saw the cracks against that in the Cowboys game. You're so right, Kyle. That that Cowboys defense played them well. This Eagles defense is going to play them even better. I am so pumped for this game. And I'm so taking the Eagles. But I also want to do a lot of parlays. So I'm going to throw some props that I love at you guys. You tell me yes or no if you're on board. George Kittle. I'm considering it, but as an Eagles fan, I might lay it off. It's 45 and a half yards. We mentioned some injuries for the 49ers before, and the Eagles defend a lot of things well. The tight end is not super high on that list. What do you think about Kittle over 45 yards? I like it. I think, um, like I mentioned before, the Eagles secondary lines up really well against... Ayuk, possibly a hurt Debo, uh, which means they're going to look for their safety valve and Kittle underneath or in those short dump off passes. Um, and he can obviously turn those into big gains. So, 
Yeah, if Debo's out, I think that's a, a good take on the over there. Even if, even if I Debo's, think Debo's in, like, in. You have to expect he's limited, right? Like, I think he's going to play. I, I just, think he'll play. You do take him out for certain snaps. You know, right. does do he play 97% of snaps? Probably not. Does Kittle? Yeah, yes. It, it, yeah, exactly. I think AJ Brown at 70.5 yards is way too low. I think that should be closer to 80 yards. I think AJ Brown is a guy. He's going to get at least seven targets. I think probably more. I'm taking over 70 yards. He averages way more than 10 yards per um, catch. I'm curious what Devontae Smith's line is because he's 66 and a half. I think it could be a good game for him as well. I think I'd almost take that over AJ. You like the Devonta Smith over the AJ too, Dan? Or He's you like starting AJ to more? get a little bit more out-targeted. Sorry, go ahead, Dan. Yeah, no, I, I was just agreeing. I think Devonta Smith ain't a bad pick as well. I'm uh, putting both in my parlay, to be honest with you guys. I, I would be okay with either of them in a parlay. Yeah. Is there any props you guys like? Um, Any bets at all? You can say over, under, too. That's 46 and a half. Do you guys think it's going to be high scoring or low scoring? I mean, that's kind of right in the middle. There's looking at 24 20. I was looking at pairing AJ Brown anytime and CMC anytime. I like that one. I think AJ Brown's scoring a tutty. I think Eagles win AJ Brown touchdown. I think it's good value to pair those two together. Yeah, but it's still a winner's a winner, right? Exactly. Yeah. But I'm not gonna fucking bet against the Eagles getting a touchdown or getting mm-hmm. scored on at all. They're gonna win by a shutout. I like this parlay though. It's boosted on bet 365 to plus 700. AJ Brown 100 yards touchdown. Eagles win. Yes, yes, yes. Hammer that. Plus 700. Yeah. Any yeah, bets you like, Kyle? Um, I'm having a hard time. I, there's the under on Purdy's passing yards is kind of attractive to me. Um, I think it's at 20 or uh, 224.5. Um, and yeah, like he like put that. up less than that against Dallas's defense, uh, last week. And I think that he does less with the Eagles because I'm firmly on that train. All right. So are we all thinking Eagles then? I know Kyle and I are. Dan, you're on the wagon. All aboard. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll ride with the Eagles. The loose ride. We fly. We fly. Fly Eagles fly. I cannot wait to be celebrating this next week. I can't wait for Sunday. Bring it on. Oh, it's going to be some great games. I honestly think the four best teams in the league made it to the final four. How often does that happen? Not so sure, but you guys agree with me? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I I think the Bengals like at the beginning of the year they may not have been, but they very quickly turned it around and became one of the top teams. So yeah, I think the four best teams made it. Same with the 49ers. They they were kind of wishy washy at the start, but they also finished very strong. And I think you two could argue that teams. yeah, I could, think you could argue either the Bengals or the 49ers are the two hottest, and then the Chiefs and the Eagles have been the two most consistent. So I think you could say the top four teams made it. Let's move on to the Bengals Chiefs then. Yes, please. Let's do it. All right, Dan, make your case. Why are the Bengals going to win this game? I'd just like to uh, 
first and foremost, give the Bengals their flowers. I've been trying not to gas them up too much yeah, on this podcast. Now or what? No, the, before they potentially lose at the Super Bowl. Uh, just because uh don't want to be the homer and gas them up all the time. But after last week, I think they definitely deserve being recognized. You know, they've finished off the season on a seven-game win streak, uh, and they're starting to really look like that team from the postseason last year. I mentioned before, they're playing with a big chip on their shoulder, uh, looking for any reason to get motivated, starting to talk a little trash. You like to see that. Uh, like, as a, as a fan of them, right, you you like to see them that confident in themselves. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think a big key to the Bills' success last week was uh, that O-line uh, and the battle in the trenches. I think a lot of people were counting that O line out, uh, just because of all the injuries. And I That's think three they starters, right? A lot of yeah, people right. counted them out. And I think they the O line used that as motivation. And they're like, "Listen, people are counting us out. It's time for us to be the difference makers here." And they kind of needed to step up because and they did. That was the only Let's way. Be the real. They had won that. Yeah, they won that game. Dude, 100%. I did not. I did not see Mixon having that big like, of a game. Yeah, as as someone who like openly does not like the Bengals, being at that <laughs> game on Sunday, just watching Mixon get like eight yards per carry every single time he touched the ball, and seeing the push from the offensive line and the gaps and lanes that this man was running through, it was like this is what the Bills should be doing, but they insist on passing every play. Yeah, <laughs> but like I mean, that's one of the best defenses in the NFL, and three out of your five starting offensive linemen are backups and they come in and they just literally make them lace up their skates and push them backwards win the game yeah and i found a uh, i found burrow was having time in the pocket as well for sure not at all that, times but he had time to make some reads for once as well i i think that's a huge part of having a young um offensive line that you're expecting to step into this bright spot like if you can run the ball you make the defense respect you if they like if they couldn't run the ball which is what we saw happen with the bills the defensive line the linebackers like they can just tee off they just know what's a pass every single play so and uh last year too the Bengals o-line was kind of in shambles while they were going on their run And uh, the Bengals had to play a very modified offense just to win ball games. And this year, I feel like they're they've definitely found it, like what works. And because they they've kind of been through adversity before, so even though that O line is young and a little inexperienced, they also have that experience from last year of playing through some adversity and. Uh, knowing what to do in the playoff games and stepping up in the right scenario. I think the the weather though also helped the Bengals. I'm not going to lie. That really played into their game plan, I thought. I think uh I think the Chiefs are going to have a better time getting to the quarterback than the Bills did. Agreed? Um I I think so. I they think got Chris Jones on their team. Yeah. That interior push is going to be huge because that's like that. That's where your um, 
what Ted Karras and who are who's the other? You have two interior offensive linemen out, right? Uh, yeah, I think Cap is out too. Yeah, so like that's where you're lining up Chris Jones. He's a big bad man. Um, but yeah, I, I think that the edge rush is not amazing from the Chiefs, so it'll give Burrow opportunities to scramble and spread the pocket. Yeah, their defense, the Chiefs' defense has been good, but not great. Uh, I think one of the big things, uh, that's gonna also be a factor in this game is ball control and clock management because that was another like thing the Bengals did like immaculately against the Bills was just they got the lead at the beginning of the game and just controlled the ball and the clock for the majority of that ball game and I think that's going to be the key for both offenses in this game is if you can get a little bit of a lead uh, both these quarterbacks are the type of quarterbacks that know how to manage a lead and not give it away once they get it. Right. Have those long drives that finish with points. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> uh, sorry, Kyle. Hey, new OC, buddy. New OC. We're not sure who yet, but new OC. Yeah, we'll see. How about this? I'm just looking at this now. Joe Mixon, 210 carries on the season. Pacheco, 170 carries on the season. Pacheco has more yards. With oh, 40 man. less carries. Mixon did not have a great year. No. Average but he's looked, he looked really good. I Honestly, I was one of the people that counted him out last week. I was like, eh, he's not really going to be that much of a factor. He had a great game, he's, to his credit. He, he had an amazing game. And it's like, a whole new season in the playoffs, right? Season. We know that last year for the Bengals. And that's what we have to like look at. Like Everyone wants to compare regular season, like games, record, etc. But like once you're there, none of that matters. You who can matches be the up worst better team with in who? football. Yeah, it's the team that wants it the most. Yeah, you think the fucking Giants with Eli Manning were better than the undefeated Patriots? No, they weren't. But they went out and they won that game. They played better. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of the time, too, like I've mentioned it before, I think it comes down to who's the hottest going into the end of the year and who's the, the hottest. Healthiest. Yeah, and hottest yeah, and as well in the playoffs and – that's the one X factor the Bengals kind of have is they're they're used to playing with a shit O line. So even if their O line's the injured part, they they know how to deal with it. But uh, no, yeah, I think um, oh, fuck, what, what were we talking about? About getting hot and healthy. Yeah, yeah, hot and, hot and healthy. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, a hot and healthy in here. That's the title <laughs> name. That's it. We found it. <laughs> no, yeah, the. And I think the Bengals are definitely, in my opinion, the hottest team heading into the the AFC and NFC championship weekend. I think the 49ers are close behind them. But no, I think I the think the, the Bengals are starting to get that swagger to them. They're starting to gain confidence and feel like they're owed that ring, man. They were here last time and they're oh, yeah. a few steps away yeah. from being there again. They so, want it for sure. Yeah. I saw a tweet. Um, apparently, Bengals players are referring to Arrowhead as Burrowhead Burrowhead. because of how he's dominated the Chiefs. He's not lost to the Chiefs yet. That's right. Three and zero, eight tutties to a one interception. You're kidding me. Twenty-seven. I just know that off the top of my head. Twenty-seven, (laughs) twenty-four. This season against the Chiefs, we won, and that was without Joe Mixon. 
That was one really? of Pirine's big games, yeah. Damn, that was and, in uh, December, right? That was like yeah. early December. Yeah, Mahomes only went 16 for 27, 223 and a touchdown. Like for Mahomes, that's not Yeah. That's that's good. That's a, yeah. That's good to match up against Mahomes. Like so I'm hoping sure. if we can get that kind of performance against him again, like yeah. we got a shot, man. And especially his health is kind of in question, right? How do you guys feel about his health? I feel very good about Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. There's been stories going around that this ankle injury was very similar to a one that he had before, and he played the next week and toasted the Raiders, given it's the Raiders, for four touchdowns and over 400 yards. So I don't think it's going to be like that, obviously, but I'm absolutely not counting out a 300-yard game uh, I love their running game with Pacheco. It'll open up. He's a fine pocket passer. I know his magic yeah. is out of the pocket, and you're, he's not going to have that magic given, but he's that good in the pocket that I feel fine. Also, these practice videos, Kyle, he's like looking all right, no? Yeah, he the practice fine. videos, he looks fine. Uh, what? It's just if his mobility's cut, cut down in any way at all, then the Bengals kind of have that little advantage over him. And those little advantages add up, but I think, I think that's okay. why we've seen the Bengals are favored in this one, aren't they? It's pretty close. On three six five, they're still plus one hundred. Some books okay. have it at minus one. Some books have it at plus one. It's basically but people really just don't know. It is a toss up. People really don't know. Yeah, I I think that the Mahomes injury makes this a bigger deal. Like I think that Chiefs probably would be favored by about two and a half. Um, if Mahomes didn't hurt his ankle, but it's going to be a really interesting matchup because, like, I mean, it's hard to imagine Mahomes losing in the AFC Championship. Like, he's just been dominant. Like, we're literally mm-hmm. seeing the second coming of Tom Brady in the AFC. But then Joe Burrow comes along and he's like, "Yo, I'm Joe Joey B." And he I, did that my shit. championship. That yeah. is exactly what he did with his shades on. And a cigar. And, and the cigar. chain. He just slaps your ass and walks away. You're like, I kind of feel violated, but respect it. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. The the one thing I will say is like this game is gonna be extremely loud for the Bengals going into Arrowhead. How big like, is it that they're not playing at that neutral site? Because you know Bill's Mafia is gonna travel too. Like I feel as though this oh, is yeah. huge that they get this another home game. It's huge for them, absolutely. And like honestly, like the Bill Stadium was rocking last week, and they travel really well. So it's one of those things that like that would have really changed the landscape of this game. But I don't know. Cincinnati's got to have some fans show up, and the who days were coming through on the TV though. Oh, once no. they started to get the lead, <laughs> yeah, all the all the Bills fans left, <laughs> literally emptied out the stadium and then you just saw like a little orange ring around the inside of the stadium. I think this game is going to be food for the foot or chicken noodle soup for the football fan soul. If you will, this game is going to be back and forth. I think it's going to be a a big passing game. I think there's going to be touchdowns scored and I am in love with the over at 48. I think oh, yeah. a, a team's definitely scoring 30 in this game and the other team will not be too far behind. So I like the over in this game and I like the chiefs enough to challenge Bengals fan Dan live on the podcast 
to a bet. Dan, oh, will you buddy. bet me the money line straight up money? You tell me the price, no more than $50. We can do, yeah, we can do 50. The full 50? Plus, yeah, let's just go plus, plus 100, plus 100. Virtual handshake right now. Okay, that's official. Oh, man. Wow. I feel invigorated. Go Chiefs. Kyle, who do you think is going to win this bet? Uh, I'm riding with the Chiefs. I can't bet against uh, Patty Mahomes. You can't give me Patrick Mahomes at Arrowhead, In Arrowhead. At plus Travis 100 Kelsey. and not tell me I will bet that. I also, earlier in the week yesterday, got put 50 bucks at plus two. So if the Bengals somehow win by only one, I will come out even. So we'll see how that goes. Now, my bet <laughs> for this game is uh, same game parlay, Bengals money line, okay. Joe Burrow under no no picks, so under 0.5 interceptions. Where are the odds on that? I think it's like around plus 200 or something like that. Hey, that's not bad. Around right? that range. I, I, I didn't get the exact line, but it's around there. That's not a bad bet. I'm just yeah. checking right now just to make sure with so if you go under uh interceptions and Bengals money line, that's plus two ten. Yeah. But a hundred bucks on that, that's two hundred and ten profit right in your pocket. Yes, sir. Unfortunately, the Chiefs will win and ruin that uh parlay for you. And Burrow will probably throw a pick on the last play down six, trying to go for it. So do with that what you Love will. To see it. <laughs> Uh, no, Dan, I wouldn't be surprised if that hits, buddy. It's plus 100 for a reason because it's totally a pick em. Um, If I lose money t- and I see you happy facing my Eagles in the finals, I won't be too upset. Either way, I'm pretty pumped. There's going to be two brothers in the finals. It's either going to be Kelsey and Jason Kelsey or it's going to be Daniel Castle and Tyler Two Cents. Either way, it's going to be a Super Bowl matchup. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for an all-loose change uh, Super Bowl. I wouldn't mind it. First year on the podcast. That was my uh, prediction last weekend. Yeah. Let's let's do it. Except let's not. <laughs> All right. So any bets you guys want to finish off with? Any notes you want to say before we end this podcast? Uh, I was looking at some of the lines for this game. Um, I gravitate more towards the chiefs offense just because you can start you have an idea that they're already going to have to game plan around Mahomes's lack of mobility i don't think he's going to have enough time in the pocket or a lot of time in the pocket i should say so i'm expecting a lot of like catches from you know jarek mckinnon travis kelsey um you're possibly even going to see Kadarius tony featured a little bit more so like i'm looking at uh, Jarek McKinnon's receiving yards that absolutely shafted me two weeks ago, I think it was. <laughs> um, but it's at 30 and a half. I think he's going to see a ton of volume, so I'd be taking that. And like even that. like Travis Kelsey's at 78 and a half. I don't feel great about that, but um, double check his receptions line going into the game. And like, you know, if you can get it under like seven, I'd, I'd hammer it. I absolutely agree with that. And to your point with Travis Kelsey, He's plus 100 to score a touchdown. Dan, if you parlay this with the Chiefs to win, that is plus 210. 
And I also like that plus 210. Put 100 bucks on that to win 210. I'm going to clip this after it hits. Hi. Chiefs won. Hello. Sorry, Dan. This sucks for you. Sorry, but Dan. Hi, Internet Future. Okay, do you guys want to uh, record the other side? <laughs> no shit. Okay, let's, let's do <laughs> oh man should we start doing that as a as a joke the and then just be like we're eight for eight and then only the listeners will get it okay yeah moving moving forward i'll start doing that before the super bowl next week we're going to go through every single correct score and say it on the podcast and then just boom, <laughs> right to instagram and twitter bad. right after Oh, Yo, write that God. down. That's a good try. Okay, we're going to do that. All right. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for listening to the Loose Change Podcast. Any other notes before we sign off, boys? Oh, just uh, can't wait for the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's one way to end it. Uh, I might end it on fly. Kyle's laugh because of how ridiculous yeah. of a statement that was. Fly, oh, Eagles, no, fly, just, suck uh, my 